0: Happy New Fucking Year, and welcome back to the greatest podcast there ever was. This is extremely uninteresting. We're happy to be back after a week off. We hope you missed us as much as we missed producing this fu- <laughs> fucking hell. Good voice crack already. I tried to go through it, but I just couldn't. It just wasn't happening. I didn't dynamic. even pick up on it. That shows how little attention I pay to you. It was. It wasn't a bad one. It was like a, <laughs> not, like a <laughs> not like a not like a really really bad one. But you know, Happy New Year. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, you're welcome. I haven't said who you are today. Um, this week I, I don't even know who I am. Very special guest for the new year. I thought I'd get everyone's third favourite Spider-Man and get Dan Drew Garfield on the show. <laughs> That's me. How are you doing, Dan Drew? Spoiler alert, potential spoiler alert for the new Spider-Man film. Not that Dan Drew Garfield has anything to do with it, but I'm sure there will be spoilers for that film in this episode. So, there's the warning. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> you know, just living my life. I'm English, turns out. For the longest time, I didn't know I was English. Is Old Andrew American. Garfield English? Yeah. Did you, not, did you not know either? Okay, I'm not alone in this. No, I did figure it out the other day when I was... Um, after I watched the film, I was then watching a load of like press things for it because I didn't watch anything in the lead up to it because I was so like, I don't want to know anything about this film Uh uh-huh and then i just i i heard him speaking and i was like it's like people were doing confused faces (laughs) is not good for a podcast excellent point but it was like i guess it's when like when tom holland says people go up to him and be like hey man you're spider-man and he's like oh how hey how are you and they're like what did you just say boy they're confused (laughs) that he has an english accent i was that when i heard andrew garfield speaking i was like hmm hmm is he like english english though or is he like not english english girl named fiona <laughs> african girl Ariola, <laughs> <laughs> body body shape i call her <laughs> gonna have to google this i think he is i believe he is why does andrew garfield talk with a british accent because i am british <laughs> born in los angeles and raised in epsom that's not too far from where i live Whoa! Don't pay out your government uh, address. Baiting it out, but I live very, very, quite close to Epsom, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, I guess he, I guess he's British, British. Oh, his mother's from Essex, and his father's from California, but his paternal ga- grandparents were also from the United Kingdom. So yeah, he's English. Okay. He's English. Yeah, he's English. He's English with an American dad. So yeah, with a dad who was just born in America to English. So he's English. Mm, so so two of the three spider-mans are english you never know toby Maguire might be part british like every american claims to be well more irish but they don't know that that's part of britain i'm irish. not part of britain rather oh oh almost Ooh, slipped up there <laughs> slip up oh i slipped where where is um uh toby Maguire from other than america Hey Siri. No, no, I'm looking this up. Where is Toby Maguire from? No, si- uh, I guess Siri. Toby Maguire was born in Santa Monica, California. See, and you doubted her. I mean, I don't I even g- need to check if that's true because I it, know it, it is true. It is true. It is true. I was looking it up at the time. L. <coughs> it's okay. I'll accept well, the L. he leans away from the mic to cough or sneeze. It was a cough, and now I have to leave it in. Thank <laughs> you. Could you please not mention what I cough slash and or sneeze? Because then I'm just gonna have to leave it. In, leave it in. I'll turn it down a bit. But I move away from the mic to breathe in. Chocolate, Chocolate rain. I wonder how many people got that reference. How many of our 17 weekly listeners got that? Li- got that reference. <laughs> um, depends how many of them. How many of them are over the age of 20? Probably most of them, to be honest. Mm, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if we have any sub 20s. What's, what's the Eight. What's the age demographic of our listeners? I'm so fucking glad you asked. It's been a while since we've had a good old listener dive in, and I, and when I say that, like I think we did in literally our last episode, but I could be uh-huh. wrong. The age demographic. Okay. We are zero percent zero to seventeen, fifty three percent eighteen to twenty two, okay, ten percent twenty three to twenty seven. 32% 28 to 34, 2% 35 to 44, less than 1% 45 to 59, and 3% 60 plus. 3% 60 plus? Yeah. Big up. Big up. Big up. But yeah, I guess 18 Extremely to Extremely uninteresting. Massive with your nan. <laughs> your nan's with... favorite podcast. <laughs> Extremely uninteresting. <laughs> yeah. Your... The Mon- Mongolian OAPs are just... They just can't <laughs> get enough, extremely... <laughs> can't get enough. What's the age... What's the life expectancy in... Hey Siri, you, it's... you. What's it, the life surely expectancy in Mongolia? it's not, not going to be like 50. I know you're like, are oh, the they old The I found is
1: 69
0: years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, man comedy right so what have we got on the agenda today mr rory well those of you who have been paying active attention to the dankest instagram page on the gram at extremely interesting go follow us i put a lot of effort into the posts i put out last week well post and story posts not that much considering you fucked up did i fuck up yeah you had an audio on one that wasn't my fault it when i put that up originally there was no audio on it none and then all of a sudden audio just comes out of it. And I'm like, I could take them all down and start again. But we'd already got a vote by that point. And it wasn't by someone who was us. It was by someone oh, okay. else. So I was like, Is this person gonna vote again? This is gonna look bad Probably ba- not. Yeah, so this is gonna look bad on our numbers, so I had to I had to keep it up. But that's fine. No one noticed other than me. Just me. No I noticed. You noticed because I pointed it out. Yeah, that's true. I barely pay any attention to Mm, um the post i just my voice started echoing in my headphones and it very disconcerting what disconcerting is what in, so. i meant just, so you just you were halfway through a sentence and then you just gave up on that i just started saying something else was i yeah you're like i don't oh, really I don't pay attention remember. to the uh but the headphones just started echoing or something like that you just stopped <laughs> mid-sentence oh, um yeah what was i talking about Oh it doesn't matter Extremely (laughs) uninteresting year-end awards. If you've been paying attention, I've been pointing out that today, January 8th, which is not today we're recording this, but by Magic Podcast Magic, this is going up on the 8th, so today is the 8th. It's time to reveal- the 8th, everybody. (laughs) It's time to reveal the winners and losers of the story voted, the Mongolia Massive voted Extremely Uninteresting Year-End Awards. So if you, weren't, I'm excited. if you weren't paying attention, I put up some stories on our Instagram. You could go look at the stories uh, after any time you want. They're saved as a highlight. Except you can't, Dan. You have to wait. But other people could go look at them. They're saved as a highlight. But don't do that until I've revealed them. I might actually take that down until the day after this. So you can't look at them. <laughs> or maybe you can. It's <laughs> used to say, remember if you remembers depends if you remember to do it or not yeah i probably won't so they're probably up there on instagram extremely interesting go follow us so the five categories were conspiracy theory of the year which was between walt disney being frozen disney world order all that tommy was being db cooper Plain jack and money smart for light Hi doggy host of the year rory versus dan and his many names jingle of the year which was between the jingle from episode 22 and episode 19 or something like that i might be wrong but some of those are knowing you uh, thumbnail of the year which was between bonjour would you like a toffee apple and clown yay west or the piggy stardust episode and then finally episode of the year which was between a spooky celebration which was the first spooky episode we did and set us on course for our spooky themed podcasting the bad bath episode. The wasn't bad it? bath. It was indeed. <laughs> Good episode. Tid kick off as a ghost, even though he didn't actually exist. Mm. And the great plane heist, which was the Tommy's... Uh, was ODB Cooper. What was my one in the one? I picked that one because I thought you were going to pick the arguments one. What? The arguments uh, over... At Christmas. No, I was always going to pick... Which... I was going betu- to pick either the Disney World Order episode or the first spooky episode. Mm. So you're saying we've gone downhill... No, I was just saying we still reference the bad bath and the Disney World order most weeks. So <laughs> I was just thinking, uh, my favorite episode to listen back to was the arguments one. Yeah, it was a good one. But so I was like, maybe this is my favorite. But how how can I beat Tommy Rizzo? So that that episode had months of careful booking leading up to it. Which was the episode that I called you Eric Dantonar? 'Cause because that had a lot of leading up to it as well. I don't know mm. if you saw on the story, but you were Eric, yeah, Eric Dantanar. I, I was Eric And I Cantana. was a sick beaver, <laughs> which is going to be just what I use for me from now on. That beaver is now me. <laughs> so thank you to whoever actually made that beaver image. I don't know who you are, but it was on a free PNG download site. And so thank, it's you mine Eric <laughs> thank you Eric Thank you Eric Dantanar for allowing us to use your likeness, which I'm sure you did. 100%. I'm sure you're very aware of our existence. When the seagulls follow the trawler, It is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so shall we get into the results? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with Conspiracy Theory of the Year. Ooh. Drum roll, please. Um, So, it finished... Walt Disney is frozen on 14 votes. Tommy Rizzo being D.B. Cooper on 8 votes. Oh fuck off. It's a crushing victory for Walt Disney being Frozen. The Disney World order stands supreme. Which is amazing because that so nearly didn't happen. Remember? Yeah, yeah that was nearly that one nearly didn't happen at all. We've told have we told the story? Not really. I don't think We've so. referenced it, but basically yeah. we recorded a full episode and I had a different conspiracy theory. This was episode. What was your conspiracy theory? My, my I remember what it was. It was dinosaurs built the pyramids, or something yeah. like that. It was dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. Mm. What episode was this? Was it episode five or episode six? I, I think. I don't it was, know. Yeah, Which episode one. F- episode five. That is a damn good graphic I made of Walt Disney's head in a fucking Futurama glass. Uh, you weren't gonna bend the text though until I said it. No, I wasn't. So uh, look at us being a good team. Mm. But Dan's, uh, as we were saying, Dinosaurs Built the Pyramids, that was the original theory. We recorded the full episode, and then Dan didn't have any audio for the second part of it. Yeah. For, like, the whole of my theory, it just wasn't there. (laughs) So we we had a quick discussion what we could do, and we concluded that we would just record the second part the next day. It gave me less time to edit, but I think we actually pushed that. It used to go out on Friday's. Yeah, and I think we pushed that back to Saturday, just to give me more time to actually do it. Hmm. And since then, Saturday one PM has been our home. Well, not since it then. Has. Not since then. But I-, I discovered from that that I liked having the extra day. Lazy, lazy, and busy. Half lazy, half busy. So yeah, that's well. where the and then new th- new theory: Disney World order, a post-apocalyptic world in which Disney reigns supreme. Brilliant stuff. A assembled cast of Brother Bear and. <laughs> very the the brother bear <laughs> there's been so many people we've referenced being in it at this point um have you started working on the disney world order no i haven't i'm shocked i will but when you do it you know you have to go back and listen to every yeah podcast i know to that's, see why if we I <laughs> that's why that's <I'm laughs> why every off. single person we've referenced in it maybe it will happen maybe it won't i still think i will do it i don't know when mm but the Dis- it's such a good idea a post-apocalyptic world where Disney spelt D-I-Z-Z-N-E-E mm-hmm. or K-N-E-E Disney like it's pointing at someone's knee and saying Disney you know yes but yeah Walt Di- I just need to stop saying but yeah Walt Disney yeah. is frozen and that is the conspiracy theory of the year that was my one thank you very much people Tommy waso being DB-, D.B. Cooper not as good apparently not as good yeah shambolic voting, to be honest. You people should be ashamed of yourself. daddy's <laughs> <Well done. laughs> <laughs> That was crazy. <laughs> that was amazing. That might be the best thing this- That's the moment of the year. <laughs> I've been feeling that coming for so long. That voice crack has been coming for so long and I've been clearing my throat trying to drink Trying to get it away, but I've always known that it's lingering in the back <laughs> of my throat. And then the second nope. I let my guard down <laughs> it showed up. Bastard. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Right, what's next on our shitty shit? Our shitty shit. Next was uh let's move on to host of the year. Oh boy. So they were between my myself. Oh my god. They were between <laughs> myself. I'm gonna call this like As you know, this episode is going to be called Year End Awards. But if it wasn't, it would be called something to do with voice cracks. Some sort of brilliant pun that I would come up with. But myself, Rory, the host horse with the most Uh sauce. We're a lean, mean, banter machine taking over the scene. Wasn't it, we're lean, we're mean, we're a banter machine. We're taking over the scene. Yeah. I haven't said much about us taking over the podcast world because, you know, we're 43 episodes in and the podcast world is still yet to be conquered. (laughs) Barely making a dent. (laughs) A scratch (laughs) on the side. Welcome to Extremely Uninteresting. Barely making a dent in the podcast scene. (laughs) A paper cut is the most damage we're doing and even that is is arguable whether or not we're making that much of an impact, to be honest. What was that word? arguable arguable, arguable. <laughs> but host right, of tell me that i'm the best host of the year host of the year rory versus dan it finished dan with 8 votes and rory with 12 so thank you oh, very much people fuck off rory is the host of the year no he isn't he is indeed are you soaking are you soaking you- No. Eight votes. It's not my fault our audience is fucking stupid. That's shambolic, Dan, to be honest. I don't know who the... Honestly, I can't find out... I can't see who voted for what. I can't do it anymore. I made a note of the numbers, but now when I go on to the insights, I can't see who voted for what anymore, so I don't know who voted for me. But whoever did, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I'll continue being the host horse with the most source, And you will continue being Dan the dastardly... Dump Face Donut. You got me. I got you good. If I lose every single one of these, thank you everyone who listens to this podcast, but can you listen a little bit closer? (laughs) I see that I'm right on everything. All right, so as you're, you're, you're... I'm currently smashing you two to zero. Let's move on to Jingle of the Year. Okay, so they were Jingle number one which was this. And jingle number two, which was this. That's not mine. Fire, absolute fire. Two of the finest jingles ever to come out of the world, I would say. One, there was a lot more effort that went into one than the other, I would say. Yeah, what makes you say that? What well, the jingle number one was just a fucking—it was just an audio clip that I shamelessly stole off YouTube and repackaged as my own jingle, <laughs> which was my favorite one <laughs> by far. Well, not only was it your favorite one, Dan, but it was also my favorite one. But I had to come up with something else. It was also the favorite of the Mongolia Massive. Oh, was it? A crushing victory of sixteen votes to four. Mm. 80% of the votes so there you go that's a dub for you thank you 16 thank you. to 4 only 4 people voted for and I know I was one of them so I don't know who the other 3 were <laughs> yeah but the other one's just so much better it is yeah that's not my <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised that's the one you chose I just couldn't be bothered to find another one to be honest it didn't matter what I put I up it was, against you it were gonna... wasn't there one I thought you were going to do the there's a the, the, there's a star oh, there's a podcast <laughs> or was it no it was there's a <laughs> oh shit yeah i should have done that, one. that. <laughs> Oh, i was looking too far back yeah that one was way wasn't better wasn't that what no that was the one where you then had the i of penis i slammed the penis in the car door i slammed Not a, my penis in the car which door which is <laughs> the least funny video in the world <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure you had that, but there was one where you had like a disgusting Blair in it. Fucking I don't remember bleh. which one it is. Performed by yours truly. No, it wasn't. No, it was. No. Nah. Oh. There was one Blair where I was just like, um, there was one where you used like a end of a breakdown. It was like, fucking bleh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that or something. That was a fucking faux hammer or something by black tongue. I don't think I used that in a jingle. I think I just played that to you one episode. Nah. I could be wrong though. Honestly, I didn't listen to all the jingles back. I should have because it just took too long to find out where they were in the episode and I was running a little little short on time even though I had weeks to prepare for this. <laughs> There's uh, a start. There's a schizophrenic suit <laughs> <laughs> clown. Waiting in there. Oh, I really should have gone with that one. That was way better. It was. Oh, well, um, maybe it would have been a closer battle, but I still think Jingle number one would have won. So Mm. there you go. We're two to one. Now on to the two biggest episodes of the year, I would say. The two biggest episodes of the year? The two biggest categories of the year, I would say. Thumbnail of the year and episode of the year. So let's start with Thumbnail. You had, um, I if you want to see what these are, I'll just say them. So, I know, crazy. So, your favourite thumbnail of the year was what we call Piggy Stardust. Yep. Which was Clown Ye West. Well, piggy my crust. Piggy, piggy my, my crust. crust. <laughs> yeah. Back off my crust. <laughs> that is a really good thumbnail, if I do say so myself. Yeah it is but that was episode 38 if you want to go back view it on our instagram at extremely uninteresting drop us a follow and give us a like if you haven't already and mine was bonjour would you like a toffee apple the komodo dragon at the at the stand (laughs) yeah two fucking beret and the mustache (laughs) two fucking titans of the podcasting world really piggy marcrust and french komodo dragon I look back through, like, I'm a pretty humble guy, I'm a pretty swagger dude, Uh but, Jesus Christ, I'm funny, you know? (laughs) Like, you look back through your stuff and you're just like, you impress yourself so much. I do, honestly. I'm so, like, I'm honestly so impressed by some of these stuff, I'm like, how did I come up with this shit? (laughs) Like, off my crust. (laughs) I thought you were gonna go for bonjour would you like a toffee apple and then i was gonna go for episode 10 which was the cults of personality episode where we talked about cults and it's fucking uh brian <laughs> yeah. danielson holding up, with... so holding up the belt he's only got the belt with Hybrid theory on which says fifth because <laughs> <laughs> he said it was their fifth best album and he's got the like temple of the sun or what i think it was... Was it Temple of the Sun or Order of the Solar Temple or whatever it was? Something lame. Yeah, Cross said that he's holding up a Book of Mormon. Mormon. A Book of Mormon with a morbid on it. Yeah. (laughs) It was a good one. It was a good one. I was torn between... um, Yeah. (laughs) There were so many that I could have gone with. The Host Horse with the most source, even though that was quite an easy one. But that was the one that started it all. I was originally just going to do like funny like just like little pictures just from something we referenced like the uh green hornet one for episode four the first episode cover that i made in our classic style Mm -hmm. but then i made host horse with the most sauce and i just decided i was just gonna meme the shit out of it every week (laughs) every week is a shit post (laughs) that's what we've been doing the florentino perez one of the dragons or it's it's technically no, it's not Smaug, I don't think. I think I originally had Smaug, but then I found a better image, so just a dragon sat on a load of money Yeah. <laughs> with his fucking head on it. That's a good one. That is a good one. Anyway, stop bringing yourself up and um, tell us which one. There's some weak ones. Episode 24, I wasn't overly proud of. I also think I could have done a bit better with episode 29. I'm having to scroll, back, scroll through to find these ones. Episode 29 was the one with Killer Cross in front of all the stuff but he's like <laughs> oh brother this guy stinks." i think i i don't think i needed to add the guy with the bicycle in there i think it would have just been better with just the oh brother this guy stinks yeah oh the chain on the thing because of yeah anyway away from thumbnail of the year because you can't see what we're talking about on to i never actually said who won did you i never said who won okay Tell us who won. <laughs> Alright, so the winner was um, Bonjour Would you like a toffee apple? With 14 votes to 6 Can't even be mad, yeah Yeah, probably 14 to 6, it was a bit more of a resounding victory than I was expecting Honestly, I'm very proud of them both So I Was it like choosing between your children? Um, yeah But then I also wanted to win So I just chose my one Cool I mean you fucking asked didn't you? <laughs> on to the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Are we gonna watch WrestleMania this year? Are we gonna watch the Royal Rumble? Do we still have do you still have the network? I believe I do. Why? When was the last uh, time you I watched have... something on it? WrestleMania probably. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking loaded, what can I say? Oh well, you know, you could just no. afford that nine ninety nine a month. No, I think I might cancel it after the Royal Rumble, to be honest. Yeah, you should. You should. I'll just make a new one. For if I maybe want to work, there. you could probably just do free trials, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'll just do a free trial for WrestleMania, and yeah. then that's all I need. I need the Rumble and I need Mania, but yeah. with the Rumble, it's so like meh anymore because they don't debut any new people and the returns are just meh, meh. But we'll and see, ed- maybe it, and will an be an edge It'll, it will probably be entertaining. So, Edge and Randy Orton being the final two, I know. When that they were the first two. Like And they weren't and Randy Orton wasn't there the whole time. Yeah. I mean fucking fair play to Edge. <laughs> yeah. Old bastard. I don't even remember if he was there the whole time or if he got taken out at one point, but uh yeah. I think he got taken out. Don't get me for wrong, Edge winning bit. the Royal Rumble was cool. It's definitely a nostalgia and the matchup mania between Roman, Brian and Edge was really fucking good. Mm. But I just would have liked someone else to win it, like a younger person but yeah you know it is what it is. It'd be interesting to look back at our predictions from that and see how many of them are actually still in the company they've released 81 wrestlers in 2021 mm. 81 that's wild and i've been giving them 9.99 every single month for that <laughs> disgraceful shambhala i haven't been watching any of that shit <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have a problem have- I'm, I'm there's, there's now these days there's four episodes of Raw or combined four episodes that I watch, maybe five. I'll have to watch NXT as well. Six, actually, that would make so. I'm gonna watch Raw, NXT, and SmackDown leading into the Royal Rumble. I thought you meant a week, like no. you're gonna watch, <laughs> no, 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 start no, 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 watching no. four episodes of wrestling a week. And I was like, What? I, I do watch four do episodes not watch, of wrestling a week, yeah. I, mean, I thought you meant like. Dynamite, Rampage, Dark and Dark Elevation. Yeah, but those are good stuff. Those are things you just watch the Go Home Show for the Rumble with Raw. Mm. Yeah, you I don't want to sit through three hours more than you ha more than once. You don't want to sit. I say I last watched... one I watched was I've watched a few episodes of Raw just because I've been curious as to how bad it is, and dear God, that program's on un- pretty much unwatchable at this point. Yeah, I can and imagine, it's got- and it's nothing to do with the wrestlers because they have a really they don't have much of a roster anymore especially not a tag team division or women's division um, but they've got some great talent in WWE but my god the people who run it and the writers are I want to know what they're on hmm. anyway but enough about wrestling enough late. about wrestling episode of the year between a spooky celebration as we already talked about the first spooky episode that we did kicked off off Kicked us into groove, I'd say, for spooky kicked episodes. Kicked us off into spooky stardom. It did, it did indeed. And then the Great Plane Heist. Which which way? What what way do you think this one went down? I think you're winning again. I don't think it's better. I don't think it's anywhere near as good. That's a lie. I think it's a good episode. They're all good. All of our episodes are good. But ah yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm winning. I don't think I'm right. Well, I am right, but I don't think I'm winning. You would be correct. A spooky celebration, twelve votes. The great Plain heist, eight votes. So quite close, but no cigar. Why do I go. do this podcast? So, so I, just fucking I hates me. I, I had opinions. four wins, and you had uh one. So well uh, done. Are we gonna do polls for the other stuff we're gonna talk about? Put them on after the episode and see who the the audience decide. I mean, we could do. I I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> I but we could <laughs> But we could We'll see I'll, I'll chalk it down As a solid maybe But yeah Thank you for participating In the Extremely Uninteresting Year End Awards We received 102 votes In total That's a lot more Than I thought We were going to do yeah? Me too With uh, <laughs> 22 votes On the first poll And then A solid 20 Across all the rest So who Fuck those th- two people I know right didn't. Fuck them <laughs> Two people Who voted on the first one And then didn't Vote on any of us pricks livid frankly that's about ooh 52 more votes than i thought we'd get i predicted 50 votes in total i don't know how yeah ten. i votes thought it per. was gonna be like 10 i thought it was gonna be me you voting on them and then like a couple people scattered in but that yeah wasn't what i'll it was. take it we had uh, some people so thank you people whoever you are I, d- I can't view who you were, but thank you for participating it was fun Fuck you! You should have voted for me. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Haha! Ha, sure. I only joke. <laughs> I ki- oh, you kiddo! What do you like? Uh-huh. Oh, ha, Jessica. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Jessica. Oh, Jessica! Boys are just so funny to me. <laughs> right, what else is on the agenda? Let's move on quickly from that horror show for me. Well, then, well, the, the, uh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the other categories, oh, which is just boy. our 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 picks. You know. Just us talking about what we enjoyed from 2021. It was a mm. good year, I thought. The world was shit for most of it, but it opened up a bit towards the end, which was good. America was. is great because America is good. And that's about all I could say on the matter. Okay. What's our first, what's our first one? And how long do we have to discuss, discuss these? We have about half an hour. Okay, that's cool. So starting off with album of the year. Oh boy, let me get out my notes. I I put in my top five here, but we could just say the top one. I mean, you could say the top five, might as well. Okay. So my fifth favorite album of the year was uh, a little album called Life Forms by Angels little, and Airways by a little band called uh, Angles and Airways. <laughs> That's a good one which I described as a, a space rock. It was kind of more, it's still spacey, but I'd say this was more alternative rock than space rock. It was less spacey than like love or, or, yeah. uh, you, we don't need to whisper or you don't need to whisper. Is it we or don't or you? Something it's along we. those lines. I think it's, we don't need to whisper. Yeah, it is. But yeah, really good album. I gave it a nine out of 10. My ratings are compared to all the other albums that came out that year. Not, every album that's ever existed so compared to the rest of the albums in 2021 life forms ages and airways my fifth favorite album nine out of ten what was your fifth or did you uh, not keep your my, five no I, I i did five my number five technically wasn't an album oh good start then it was a mixtape but it was <laughs> yeah it was the brilliance that is sad night dynamite by sad night dynamite i wonder where that was on my which i didn't give them ratings i don't really know how to describe it it's gorillas mixed core with... <laughs> it's gorillas core it's a lot of some a lot of weird samples really good production quite dark quite spooky at times sounds a lot like gorillas mixed with a bit of like brockhampton and there's a bit of like kendrick style vocals in there i called it alternative indie dream pop rap yeah yeah. So there you go. Alternative <laughs> indie dream pop. Yeah. <laughs> but that I don't have ratings for them. But it was in my um, uh, God tier on my. It's in my God tier on my tier list. There's a uh, seven albums in God tier. So mm. the two that are honorable mention. Should I say them or? You can if you want. Um, yeah, sure, might as well. Um, so it was Illusory. illusory I don't know how to say it illusory walls by the world is a beautiful place and i'm no longer afraid to die mm-hmm. and um, good album. for those who wish to exist by architects another good album yeah they for didn't quite make the cut but they are excellent albums there were there were three other albums that i gave a nine which were uh that don't make the top five so that was gone are the good days by chunk no captain chunk that was very close to being there for me as well mm that was number six uh donda by Kanye west at seventh and for those that wish to exist by architects number eight illusionary walls was sitting pretty at uh 17th in my wow i won't say where sad night time i was in the 60s i mean it's definitely a lot more my vibe than your vibe it it got a 7.5 anyway moving on to number four number four my i love this album a lot of people didn't love this album but they're wrong so number four for me was uh you're welcome by a day to remember Mm -hmm. pop punk slash metalcore slash alternative rock slash pop rock at times i guess uh yeah gave it a 9 out of 10 as well i love that album yeah um yeah it won't be appearing in mine but i also really really enjoyed that album it was in my great section on my tier list which i'm sure i'll release the tier list on like I say release. I'll, just, I'll put it on my Snapchat story and my Instagram story and maybe I'll send it to Rory and you can put it on the extremely uninteresting one. But yeah, I I sh- I'll, I'll maybe make one too, but it won't include every album I listen yeah, to. Yeah, it's got a lot of stuff. I, maybe, I, I could... S- I'll, I'll make a top stuff because then I don't need to... I don't need to um put them all in there myself. Yeah, but I very much enjoyed that album. It might be my favourite They Don't Remember album. <laughs> it's definitely not their best. I would the- say what's what would i say is better well homesick and common courtesy which is my favorite too what separates me from you yeah i'd say it's the fourth fifth fifth fourth. best album like hybrid theory it's a day to remember's <laughs> hybrid theory that is how that album will forever be described i love a day to remember they're one of my favorite bands of all time so you're biased in this i've never been that massive of an a day to remember fan so maybe that's why i loved it so much Maybe but, but I'm a I massive a data that album Rumba fan and I love it I found it more. I I it was so much fun and the fa- the last song on the album is amazing. Mm. You know when a song at the end like gets you yeah and you're like damn that was a damn fine album. We got everything we need. Exactly. Yeah! <laughs> damn fine album, damn fine album. You're number 4. Um you're not going to like this being number 4 but my number 4 is Welcome to Horrorwood, The Silver Scream 2 by Ice Nine Kills. You got that the wrong way around, it's The Silver Scream 2. I know Welcome I did, Horrorwood. I know I did. That's fine, I don't even like Ice Nine Kills that much. Fuck <laughs> Ice Nine Kills, mate. this shit. <laughs> I I just the, the joke was I turned around there to look at the three Ice Nine Kills posters I have <laughs> behind me in my office. But yeah, I have really, really enjoyed this album. I think it's God's tier. God-God tier. Mm. and I've listened to it loads of times. It's good, it's spooky, it's heavy It's groovy at times It is groovy <laughs> But yeah There's just three albums I enjoyed more That's fair enough That's fair enough Um, Maybe that will appear in my list Who Who's knows to say? Who's to say? <laughs> Certainly not I I am getting a nice 9 kills tattoo at the end of the month Which is exciting Mmm I'm getting the uh, Book of the Dead from their merch. No, the Ex Mortis merch draw. Oh it's going to be very cool. I've started somewhat designing it. It's going to have the um, reality stone in one of the eyes. and The other eyes is going to be red. Pretty sick. Pretty sick. But yeah, number three for me was Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere. Mm-hmm. It spent so long at the top. February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Seven months of the year at number one. But it just fell off. Uh, emo rap slash sad rap slash pop punk slash sad rock slash sad punk. Various genres in there. I gave it All a 9.5. just as 5. sad as each other. <laughs> I gave it a 9.5. Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere. Damn fine album. Go check it out. My third Damn fine album. album. My third favorite album of the year. Yours? Yeah, didn't didn't quite make it into my list. But oh. again, um, it would definitely have been top 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what else I can say about this album. It's very good. Go it's listen to sad. it. very <laughs> sad. Not as sad as my number three, though. Wow. Well, what it's is your sad, number bro? three, then? My number three is By the Time I Get to Phoenix by Injury Reserve. That is sad. That is my third favorite album of the year. I honestly don't even know how to describe this album, because it's just so mental in the way it sounds. But it's amazing. Truly, not like nothing I've ever heard before in my life, and a fitting final outing for Mr. Groggs, who sadly passed away during its recording. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't get into this album at all, but you know, that's just me at like a wet wipe in your Audi. That's you, the wettest of wipes. I gave it a six out of ten, but as I say, that's just and me. And you are wrong, I but... may be wrong, but I think I'm right. <laughs> Which makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Mm. So number two, for me, if you know me, you know what the last two albums are. If you don't know me, then why? <laughs> why? You don't even know me! <laughs> but number two for me is This Place Will Become Your Tomb by Sleep Token. Progressive Metal slash Metalcore slash image Imogen Heapcore. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable album. Any other year, it would be number one. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. That's all I need to say. Go listen maybe, to it. Maybe I'll have something else to say, something to say about that album. In a just bit. go sit in a dark room. Surla- surround dark yourself, womb, A dark you say? Room, surround yourself with uh, candles, um, as long as it's safe, and just shut your eyes, sit down, cross-legged on the ground, and just listen to the album. And the candles sleep. are optional seeing as your eyes will be shut anyway <laughs> <laughs> and then praise start your worship and sleep will come to you and set you free in the city of ice, <laughs> there are golden cathedrals oh. right so my number, number two, two uh it's another album which i knew was not going to be on yours but it's we're all alone in this together by dave it's, uh, I guess, grime, UK rap. Not as good as psychodrama, I wouldn't say. Um, But it's Dave. Amazing wordplay, meaningful lyrics, you know. Good <laughs> piano beats. Some absolute bangers on there as well. Some heartfelt moments on there. Great album. God tier. I'm a big fan of Dave, and I can't wait to see him in February, hopefully. If it goes hopefully. ahead. Hopefully, we'll see. If it goes ahead. We'll see. We'll fucking see. Yeah, I like this album. It's my favourite Dave album. Probably released um, <laughs> hmm? He's only released two. Yeah, but... I know. It's my favourite Dave work. What was the one with like the Jaguar on his face or something? Was Game that an over album? was that a mixtape or something? It's or an EP? Like an EP. Okay. It's yeah, a terrible th- album cover. <laughs> yeah, awful. Yeah, I liked it. I gave it a seven point five out of ten. Not really near my top ten, but you know, he's it's, it's not exactly my thing. But I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And that's me. And number one number one for me we've already mentioned it Silver Scream 2 Welcome to Hollywood by Ice Nine Kills Welcome to what? Horror Wood by Mm -hmm. Ice Nine Kills Metalcore slash progressive metal slash alternative metal slash Defcore at times 10 out of 10 what an album they're my favourite band for the last few years since Every Trick in the Book came out they've pretty much been my favourite band so 6 years now at this point 7 years now at this point Fuck you old. And yeah, damn. i I've been listening I feel like I haven't been listening to iceland Kills for that long and it's been seven years. Jesus. <laughs> I'm getting we're getting on of it, aren't we, Dan? Mm, a damn fine it. album. Amazing album. Uh it was every bit as amazing as I thought as I hoped it would be. I I wondered how they were gonna top Silver Scream and they just blew it out of the water. Unbelievable stuff. Go listen Sound to like it. you're getting a bit emotional here, mate. I oh, am yeah, man. Um it's yeah what can I say? They're chickens. He wins so many tackles. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favourite album <laughs> of the year. Also already mentioned uh This place will become your tomb by sleep token. Um there's if you want to hear my full thoughts on it, kind of, just go and watch the episode that I thought was our best episode of the year. Yeah, we did talk about it a bit there, yeah, So yeah. And I have nothing else to say other than this album is perfect. There you it's go. Perfect. Tears flowing. <laughs> so I think it's a fitting way to move on to song of the year. I've also got a five. We'll run through this a little bit quicker than album yeah. of the did year. Did you say a spitting way? Fitting way. Shut up. <laughs> Shock horror, Rory mispronounces words. If anything, mm-hmm. I'm not a very good host, but still better than you, might I add. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I should make myself a belt and carry it carry it around for the rest of the year. <laughs> carry it around. <laughs> for fuck's How sake! Why did you win? You can't fucking talk. <laughs> Maybe it's all part of the charm. So I also have a I also have a top five. Mm-hmm, same. So my fifth favorite song of the year was "Jail" by Kanye West. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Brom, 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 brom. I prefer "Jail" part two. Oh shut um, up! No, you didn't. yeah my fifth favorite song of the year is uh young part two by george reagan the dead son don't know it any any relation of ronald reagan no no um and also the abyss by george reagan the dead son was probably the most underrated album of the year i'd say i don't know it i'll add it to my list there you go um 200 who made it oh who George Reagan, better known as Johnny Three Tears of Hollywood and oh, Dead. Oh shit! Yeah, of course. But this album is it. It gets me there. It gets me right there. Top ten, not quite top five, but yeah, I never one of most personal albums. I never actually year. listened to it. I'll have to. I'll, that that makes two hundred and eight albums for twenty 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 one. I have to add that to it. But yeah, Young Part Two, a sequel, obviously to Young, where the anger and angst, angst rather of the original song has been replaced by defeat and weariness of old oh <laughs> sounds like an experience so let's move it on is. to let's move on to number four which for me was black rum by cake pop oh yeah i forgot about that one That's, well i didn't forget about it i just hello scared remember. of bees that song just does slap it differently. slaps it just slaps if you're into hyper pop or 100 gex at all then just go listen to that it's class it's class your number Mm. four my number four was surprisingly uh 100 gex song me 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 it was me 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 by 100 gex or me me or me meme i thought it was me me at first yeah me me see same when i first heard it i thought it would be me 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 but then it was me 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 yeah Yeah. tune i I, that was i was close to adding that but then i didn't i'm a big gecking fan and I'm gecking annoyed that our gecking has been postponed until August. Yeah, but I we'll, we'll geck eventually. Yeah. Full of the gecks. Number three for me was "All the Rage" by Waster. F- that came out in 2021. Yeah. Oh my god. It's been a long year. My favorite pop punk boys from the UK, because well, Wikipedia says they're from Liverpool, but they're not. They're from Wrexham. <laughs> Same so. place. They're very close to each other, but they're not quite the same place. Yeah, they're not in different countries or anything. No, they're just, they're just across a border. But yeah, banging mm. tune if you're into your pop punk. Uh, my number four was "To the Hellfire" by Lorna Shaw. Fucking <laughs> that it's what it's, it's a um, tune. Yeah, just <laughs> listen to it. Yeah. Fucking, I'll just listen to it. Listen to it and you'll understand. <laughs> my number two, and it was so hard to pick between these two songs. So much so that I think I'm going to switch them around from what it says on my spreadsheet. Okay. So number two was Farewell to Flesh by Ice Nine Kills. Uh Uh-huh. The final song off Welcome to Horrorwood. It's just, oh, it's just, oh, it might be the best song they've ever made. Generally, it really might be. It really Mm. might be. Weird. That is also my number two. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, Farewell to Flesh. Oh. So... My number one. I'm guessing it's your number one as well. Probably might, not. Really? You know. Oh, we'll so see. this. Well, my number, my number one is uh, "Fall" for me by Sleep Token. Interesting. That, that's my favorite song of the year. That mm-hmm. just, it's just the one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my entire life. My number one was mine by Sleep Token. Oh, really? Yeah, which was my favorite, and. I also want to give an honourable mention to um, The Light Part 2 by Brockhampton, Uh and I don't really include it just as a song in itself, because it's part of a whole thing, which I didn't know whether to include as my favourite film, my favourite album, or this is my favourite song, but All Eyes on Me by Bo Burnham from Bo Burnham's Inside, the Netflix special he released. Fair enough, never saw it. I know I should have, but I didn't.
1: In the city are you sure that's not your favorite song <laughs> right, it might
0: be it might be i don't know i just think of i just love mine so much i love every song in that album but yeah Four me it was always gonna be a hit. song it just hits so different mm. but yeah we're, we're we're running a little short on time but actually no we could take as long as we want i don't give a fuck <laughs> this is my show no one's cutting this me is my short fucking show now on to um a slightly shorter category which is a film of the year, mm-hmm. seeing as what is the greatest film ever made came out this year. I think it's pretty. I I think we know what our number one is. Well, I know what mine is, and I'll f- I'll be fucking livid if it's not yours. But the best film of the year, maybe the best film ever made, is Spider-Man: Far From Home, starring Andrew Garfield. Hi. I did, I did say there would be spoilers. <laughs> Have you just got that as your number one? Are you not doing a top five? Uh, no, I'm not doing a top five because I only saw five films in the cinema this year. That's fair enough. And one of them does not deserve to be in a top five. <laughs> Which one was that? Halloween Kills. Oh, yeah, right. What a film. I think I've only seen five. I've seen, um, well, the four MCU films. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Halloween Kills. I don't... I might... <sighs> no, I'm pretty sure that's it, so... Those are the five I can, films yeah, I, I saw this year. Five. I can do a top five. So um, my my top my top five I guess is Halloween Kills, <laughs> number five because it's the fifth seat thing I saw. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Black Widow, uh, um, Shang Chi, Eternals, and Far From Home. That's my five. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So my top five it's uh, slightly different because I actually saw films this year. Ooh. Not all that many. But, Ooh. Um, number five is free guy the ryan reynolds film where he's in a video game Uh fucking brilliant loved every second of it love ryan reynolds it's so much fun um number i almost said number 19 for some reason (laughs) number four was uh ghostbusters afterlife Uh uh-huh i fucking love ghostbusters fucking love this film so much fan service but done in the right way and i cried oh like a baby number three was last night in soho oh i really was, wanted to see that yeah uh, i never saw that that's really annoying Edgar right directed it well known for hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead yeah cornetto trilogy uh had matt smith in it and it was just really fucking good i really liked it it was kind of out there a bit it was a bit more like smaller scale than the other films i saw this year well other than my number two but yeah really good Number mm-hmm. two, again, I wasn't entirely sure if I should include this as a movie or a film, rather. Oh, God. I was because, about to slap you. <laughs> because it was a Netflix special, and I think it's classed as a TV special on IMDb. But um, it's this is my list, and number two is Inside by Bo Burnham, mm-hmm. which is fucking incredible. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about it other than it was number one for a long time until in swung in. The Spider Man, which is obviously my favorite <laughs> film of the year. <laughs> Spider Man, what a film! What It's, a f- oh. I, it's I just the best it. film ever made. Yeah. It's it's just <laughs> I I really I've never been it's so up there with um favorite films I've seen likes of Spider Man, No Way Home, Spider Man No Way Home, Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Amazing Spider Man. Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, you know, those type of things. Yeah. yeah the, a, little, the elite little. of cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League come out this year? Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately. Okay. My, my top five still stays exactly how it is. <laughs> <laughs> top five stays I, exactly the I saw the same. six films this year. <laughs> what a lot of shit that was. Oh, God. It was rubbish. But now let's move on to a slightly more niche category. Uh wrestler of the year. We talk mm-hmm. about wrestling a lot. We love wrestling. We went off on a wrestling tangent earlier this episode. So wrestling it is. Um mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a top I've got a top f- five plus an honourable mention. Okay. So my honourable mention is Eddie Kingston. Uh-huh. Just Fair he, I feel like he deserves recognition. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my number 5 is uh, Darby Allen. Oh, okay. Who's your that's, number 5? That's my number 5 as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> Imagine if we just have the exact same top 5. I don't think we will. Um well, my number 4 is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Ah, no, he's not my number 4. Ah. Who's your number 4? Uh Ty Conti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that she's a appear- she appears. She's the best. Honorable mention for Britt Baker. I'm really sexist. Yeah. I don't have a woman in my top five. Yeah, Britt Baker probably should be here instead of Ty, but my fucking list. Mm. Seri- if Serena Deep was um not injured for, like, five months, then maybe she would have been here because I love everything she's doing at the moment. I think she's great. I've also attempted to put Thunder Rosa in here, but... Oh, she's been brilliant as well. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe next year because... I think AEW's women's division is really starting to like fully take shape. Like mm. it's taken a while but I think it's finally getting there. So I think when um Tony Storm shows and, up, which yeah. she definitely will, it will just improve it that much more. Have you seen um Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter? <laughs> have you seen um Dynamite from last week, so New Year's Smash? No, not yet. Okay. I won't I won't give a spoiler. Let's instead let move on to number three. Uh-huh. So my number three is Ray Phoenix. Oh, good shout. He's not my one. And good he shout. could have been number two or number one. Because I don't think there's a wrestler I enjoy watching more. Hmm. Yeah, he's definitely up there with the Bucks mm. in terms of I just enjoy all everything they do. Hence, why the Lucha Brothers and the Bucks have so many matches together, and they're always fucking amazing. They've yeah. literally done the best version of every single stipulation that they've done. Their ladder match was the best ladder match ever. Their cage match was the best cage match ever. They're gonna do a like a Enzo in a cage match, and it's gonna be the best ever. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> a Kendo a stick on a pole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they would make a Kendo stick on a page match, a fucking five star classic. Kendo stick on a saying. page. <laughs> kendo stick on a page i definitely didn't look down and read something from later <laughs> on in the list my number three is uh, mjf yeah i mjf and ray phoenix could have been swapped around as well i've also got a couple other honorable mentions but i'll save them for the end okay mjf's just mjf any. what a year yeah he's Best just... on the mic really good in the ring even at commentary nobody can touch him and i fucking hate him he's the worst but he's so, he's, yeah, number three. Yeah. Number two for me was um the man who held the belt for most of the year and the only belt that matters, that is, in terms of world title picture, which is the AEW world title, and that's Kenny Omega. My number two as well. Nice. Yeah, just, he's, he's probably the best still. Well, I don't think there's a mm. probably. He he's the, the best, best wrestler in the world. He's the best, other than Okada. But yeah. I don't watch that much Okada, because I don't watch New Japan all that much. Mm. But he had a really good match with uh, Bonnie Murphy. He did, yeah. And um, it was Wrestle Kingdom yesterday. I need to watch that. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, boy. I've got a lot of wrestling to watch. Well, not that much. <laughs> I need to watch Rampage and mm. Dynamite from tonight. I've got a lot to catch up on. You do. But speaking of catching up on, um, number one, Hangman Adam Page. Hang Page, number one. Oh, oh, what a year! they fight. It, t- tears flowing Dad. He's the perfect millennial baby face. Go and watch that parts of unknown video. Or just there's there was there's like a Twitter thread that I found mm. once of just telling the whole story that goes back about four or five years. Mm. This this is this story has been going on since before all elite wrestling was even a thing, and he finally won the belt, and I cried. With a tear in, in my eye. <laughs> this is, was the greatest wrestling moment of the year, other than one other thing, which may appear as an honorable mention in my moment of the year, because I have just mm. I just chucked a load of stuff down. Honorable <laughs> mentions for me go to Brian Danielson, even though he's not been there for that long. CM Punk, even though he's not been there for that long. Uh, Penta, FTR, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, so many others, um, Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins, that's not what I meant. To He's say. one of the street prophets, yeah. Um, uh, Anthony Bowens is what I meant to say, and Platinum uh-huh. Max and Platinum Max from the uh, acclaimed Anthony Bowens, not Angelo Dawkins. Big up Angelo Dawkins. I was like, shout out <laughs> to the street prophets. He's finally a, people at home are thinking, oh, finally a double double, double double, a WWE wrestler. Didn't they they wrestled for the tag titles the other day? I think I have no idea against someone. I think they lost. I have them. no idea. I feel like we should include a WWE guy. Um. Well, I don't know actually. Uh, Carlo so Riley had a good year. I thought. Tyler so did, did. So did Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If we're actually including a current WWE Miro, employee, Miro, another another one. Miro. If another we're including a current WWE employee. Roman Reigns is WWE Superstar of the Year because he's the only one who hasn't been well I was going to say subjected to awful booking but then he did have that match with Demon Finn Balor that was fucking awful well it mm. wasn't, it was a really good match because both people are really good at wrestling but then the finish was fucking stupid and booked stupidly and everyone looked stupid mm. but yeah Roman Reigns he's being shaped to be the best ever or the gr- at least greatest ever like how Michael Cole talks about John Cena they're yeah. pl- they're shaping Roman Reigns to be that I don't think he is that but you know no, but he's good for what he's good at what he does. So mm. I can't, I can't hate him for that. I'm not a teenager anymore. Uh, Rhea Ripley had a good year, I thought. Bianca Belair was having a good year until it was ruined by Becky Lynch showing up and mm. squashing her in two seconds. Yeah, but yeah, moment of the year. Moment of the year. Aside from the obvious for me that I'm not going to go into on the podcast, Harry Kane's goal against Germany. <laughs> yeah, I've just got England beating or Germany. just England Germany as a whole. That match. Yeah. Let's just rattle through some great moments and not really talk about them that much because I don't know what we could say. Okay. So uh, let's go back and forth. So, you know, game against Germany. Um, yeah. just I've got yeah. um, that Pompey game we went to. The moment where, the, where the, um, the opposition player threw the ball on the ground. I don't remember what <laughs> team that was against. But when he caught me out, he threw the ball and everyone went, <laughs> That was the last game at Fratton we went to. Wasn't that Morecambe? Yeah. That was Morecambe. Uh, I think it was Morecambe. Yeah, that that, that might be my favourite moment of the year. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, I've got a uh, first time back at a full Fratton against Crew uh-huh. in August. Well, full Fratton. <laughs> Minus ticketing fuck-ups, it would have been a full Fratton, but you know. Mm. Uh, CM Punk's return. Yeah, that was also one of mine. Um, First away game in a year and a half at Millwall in August. Even though we lost Rico's yeah. goal, the limbs mm. of Rico's goal of I you falling died. backwards, me falling forwards. <laughs> Dude, we really weren't expecting it. No one was expecting it. So it was like the third minute, and all of a sudden he goes through <laughs> and slams it in. I realize it's like... going to be mon- mainly football stuff. Yeah, uh, same. Marcus Harness's goal against Wickham and Alex Bass's save in that same game. Yeah. All of the saves, to be I honest. I just had Wickham just that day. Away. Wickham away. I worked out that. It was my first time seeing Portsmouth win an away game for over two and a half years. I'd been to 11 away games, and I'd not seen us win a single one yeah. in between. Like, yeah, there was a pandemic in between, a full season of no crowds and all that, but two and a half years. Do you, want, do you know the last time I saw Portsmouth win away games before that game? No, well, yeah. two and a half years ago. Do you know who it was against? Was it against MK Dons? No. I don't know who that is. MK, I meant. Gillingham? No. Um, Christ. Why would I be I asking there? this question? You were there. I was there. Why would you be asking? Was it Wickham? It was Wickham. <laughs> <laughs> the 3 2 victory where Brett Pittman's called a brace. That was the last. No, can't it be. It was. It was. Can't I did be. the maths. Nah, can't be. Did you go to Burton away? No. Oh, okay. I've never been to Burton. Then yeah, it was my last time seeing us win away. Dude, you're tragic. I know. <laughs> it's gonna be the same for me though. It might be. I don't know if. Well, what games have you been to without me? Peterborough, but I think that was at like the start of that season. Yeah, I did go to Peterborough. That was definitely that was I had blonde hair then. So. Yeah, that was that was it. And before that, it was Wembley. This a few a few weeks before. Christ. Sad times. Sad times. I've also got um. The Nshikari show. Mm-hmm. Up there. If it was just personal for us, I mean, I don't know if I should say it because it's soppy, but... Aw. I'm um, asking Aww. my girlfriend if she'll be my girlfriend and her saying yes. It's definitely up there. Yeah, I had a good moment this year as well. Fuck it, I'll say it. I got engaged this year. Look Aww. at me. Look at you! I got engaged on Halloween. That was my moment of the year. That was spooky. But other than that, these are my ones other than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my these are mine other than... Fright Night, Thorpe Park was fun. Yeah, going to uh, Winter Wonderland for me, ice skating, uh, going r- on D cricket, <laughs> Big up Jimity cricket. Um, the first festival back for me, which Rating was Fest- which was, festival. for me was Wilderness. I'm not including Download Pilot because you know. <laughs> yeah, Running Festival really good. Reading Festival was good. Yeah. Um, I've also got a Coverland's goal for Torquay <laughs> Oh <laughs> what a moment! The goalkeepers what? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a moment that lots of people will have experienced at different times and in different places but andrew garfield and toby mcguire yes. turning up in no way yeah. home yes. <laughs> was your cinema cheering yeah Oh, well, mine wasn't not like hugely but everyone yeah. was like oh <gasps> there was like a little bit of cheering and clapping not like this is still an english cinema so it wasn't like those awful videos that you see in america of people jumping up and down like "Ah!" well there's someone sat behind them like looking over like get out the fucking way it wasn't Mm. like that but it was there were people like going like ah (laughs) there was one really annoying kid who thought he knew everything and wouldn't shut the fuck up until his dad he said something i can't remember what the context was and his dad like looked to like looked at him and went stop talking and everyone heard it and it, he sounded so angry and the kid did not say another word <laughs> i was like oh jesus <laughs> the dad's like i've been waiting so many years for this you're not gonna fucking ruin this stop. you stop weren't talking. even born when toby Maguire was spider-man no it wasn't we're gonna have a um a couple spider-man marathon days which is gonna be a lot of fun mm. i wonder when we're gonna do that soonish?" But yeah, the only other thing I've got written down, because I also had Spider-Man, was uh Kills releasing a new song for the first time in years. That was a good moment for me. Um, I think you've missed out the greatest moment of the year, which was Arn Anderson saying, oh. I pull out the clock! <laughs> that was up there. Or the start of the extremely uninteresting podcast. Or um, Cody Rhodes' promo. <laughs> a beautiful... beautiful. The moment of the year was us fucking shouting at each other about food. <laughs> it was a good year as a whole. Hello, I you idiot! <laughs> so many moments of the year. We're glad you, you getting should. my new job. Are you getting your new job. Me getting a fucking raise and a promotion at my job. I guess. So many. So many things. Many it's been moments. a good year. Thank you for spending some of those, some of those precious days, uh, not days precious time minutes hours seconds whatever with us it's been a fun year i think this is a good time to wrap up the episode <laughs> tears in my eyes tears in my eyes thank you for everything you did for us in 2021 thank you for voting on our year end awards fuck the nostalgia critic. <laughs> fuck the nostalgia credit oh we didn't say worst out al- worst album of the year oh well but you know uh tones and i quickly tones and i welcome to the madhouse and it didn't come out this year but the wall by the nostalgia critic is the worst album of the year it it's... will be the worst album of every year <laughs> it's still the worst and we still hate him we'll see you next week saturday 1 p.m gmt follow us on instagram at extremely uninteresting anything else to add Dan Drew garfield It's to another year of extremely uninteresting conversations and voice cracks from you it's gonna be good <laughs>